0: Welcome back. Episode 120 of the Ranting Rangers podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Brett. Brett, uh, are there any words to justify or whatever it is to explain this comeback win?
1: Uh, Not really. I actually had a a pretty odd way of watching the game. Um, So tonight I, I walk into a birthday party for my girlfriend's family, most of whom I'm meeting for the first time. Uh, and so my plan was to to watch the game after I got home. But, you know, I, I live in Buffalo now. So, uh, of course, when I walk in, the game is on the TV. Um, and I'm, I'm just trying not to flip out because the Rangers are just getting <laughs> humbled by the Islanders. And I'm trying to keep my attention on her family, um, which actually is pretty super easy because her dad is really funny. Um, and in my life experience meeting dad, that's so rarely the case. But he's genuinely a cool guy. Um, and her mom was really interesting and laughs easily. So I really enjoyed talking to them. But it seemed like every time I looked at the TV, the underscored. scored. Um, and so I'm just trying not to like flip out in front of the family. Um, so I ended up just giving up on watching the game, like in the second, I'm like, this game's over. This is a loss. Um, and then at the end of the party, I checked the score and I'm like, we came back. Uh, it turns out her uncle is also a Rangers fan and it was his birthday um, and I also broke a crown uh, on some candy. So with my sacrifice and the luck of the Rizzo clan, you can thank me for this win tonight. I, I think I really should have gotten an assist on Panarin's winning goal. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it was just just absolutely wild. I I, I watched the the third period comeback, um, and again I didn't know how it went down. I'm I'm sitting here and it's like four minutes left in the game, and it, we're still down two. I'm like, how does this happen? Uh, but yeah, amazing, amazing comeback. Um, I really did not think they had him. I had completely given up. But uh, Oh, they did.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, I, I was there. And like, honestly, like 80% of the game was terrible. Like, they did not play well. They they, they no. did not play well. But like after that win, it was just like, I, I, I don't care what they did. I'll, I'll think about that after, like, analysis and all that. I don't care. It's just, this is like one of the, Best comebacks so you're gonna see at a in a big game like this. Um, it was it was nothing. Honestly, like in my section, because uh, I was I wasn't really fully behind the goal where Panarin shot it. I was a little uh, to the left, from his point of view. But we didn't know why it didn't count. Being in, at that time, when they were waiting, I thought originally that maybe they called the whistle before something like that
1: oh man
0: I didn't know um I didn't know it was because they knocked uh, the net off I had no idea no one in my section knew oh wow you're waiting like well forget like on top of the fact is it a goal or not goal is like what the hell happened to begin with because like you kind of like understand on your own like what they're most likely going to rule as if you know you know what they're trying to call um but, yeah, no, that's 100% a goal. Uh, anyone that's read the NHL rules or – Oh, obviously, yeah, absolutely. It's a goal. Yeah. Anyone complaining yeah, well, about I mean, that, it's just – it's not – it's the factual. It, it is a goal.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Anyone that's complaining about it doesn't understand the rules. And, like, you're watching – I mean, yeah, I knew it was going to be a goal because they obviously won. But, honestly, it could have – that they could have disallowed that and then we scored later. I wouldn't have known. But as soon as I went I was like, well, that's the game when you goal. It's like that net – Is off its moorings, yeah, but like he was shooting it like before it was off its moorings, like that's a goal. Uh, That didn't used to be the case. So I understand some people that uh, used to watch hockey used to be, you know, if the net was off the moorings, it was done right away. Um, I don't know when they changed that rule, but I I could forgive some people. Good thing that they
0: did because why should the team be punished for what the opponent did? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Knock off the net. Like, sure, I, I guess like when it's shown to be intentional, they have a delayed game, but still, like, that's not a goal, right? Like yeah, under those oh, circumstances, absolutely. it should be a goal.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what the rule should be, and they called it. And so, yeah, I, I, as soon as he went in, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that that's it." I don't, I know exactly how they're gonna rule because uh, we had our friend Dave Jackson on the ESPN broadcast. And he brought it, and he's like, "Yep, this is." He's like, "This is a good goal." He's like, "He's still in the motion of shooting here. Uh, the defense knocked it off the moorings. It's clearly going in where the net would Textbook. have been. Textbook goal. Yeah, exactly." Exactly. So um, it
0: wasn't like, maybe he didn't get off in time, yada, yada, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. No. It, it was just textbook. It was, a- it's not
1: like you have to have the puck off the stick. Like the puck doesn't have to be on its way. It's just like, you have to basically already be in the act of, of shooting roughly around the time where it goes off in the mornings.
0: Well, well, speaking of the uh, active shooting, uh, there was a thing. Hopefully, um, obviously, from what I saw, I don't remember who said this. That Ryan Linguin had to go to an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Ambulance. Uh, they're gonna see how he's doing Tuesday, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah well, what? I mean, I know he got hit. There was by a, a high stick. stick yeah.
0: But um, and well, right after that, he scored. And Romanov basically gave, uh, high, uh, came in a high stick, and then he went to the front of the net and scored. But that was a follow through.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a high that wasn't high. Yeah, a
0: no, no, but but I, I just saw like sort of like a lot of people were saying, why isn't that a high stick? It sucked. It was unlucky, but it's it's under the rules. It's not it's not a penalty. If he's no, it's, it's a fall through. No. And uh, I mean I, I – no, Yeah. I no I I had no problem with that not being
1: a call because yeah, that that and that's always been the rule too. If it's a bit to follow yeah. through it's not it's not high sticking. I did have a problem with Romanov's cross checks against Trocek in the corner where They both end up getting a penalty, uh, that was garbage. Um, and, and I don't know what Romanov was so upset about, too. He was like, He seemed like, What, what, what? I'm like, Dude, you have like three, vi-, like, not just the little tap pressing against somebody like you do against the boards, that happens a lot. There was three hard, full down, right into the small of the back, right where like the padding gets a lot lighter. Um, and I was like, Yeah, if I'm short check, I'd be absolutely livid, too. Like, get would every right to do that. I mean, for, in fact. It really should have been another power play. It should have been Romanov should have got two. He should have got one for cross checking, one for roughing, and then then throw Trochek off for roughing too. But I, I get that that's a tough call to make, but he had every right to be upset.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Mayfield had so many penalties, he made Corey Perry. Oh my goodness. He made Corey Perry jealous.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, yeah. I
0: actually I went to the game with my friend Donnie. Uh we had him on uh, I think about a year ago. He's out on this fan. And, like, he, he said, like, um, Mayfield takes a lot, a lot of penalties and it's cost them because he's one of their best – not one of the best, but he's a really good penalty killer. Ouch. And, and then when he, he took – that game, right? Yeah, and when he took that last one, he's like, God dang it, Mayfield. Not a, Like, it, it was – like, it, it, it's apparently a known thing that Mayfield takes a solid amount of penalties. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't blame him for being upset at the end of the game. Uh, if it was at the uh, – on our side, I'd be pretty pissed off right now. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't like to have, like, a knee-jerk reaction and have, like, it's over and we're back moment, like, just by simply one game. But mm-hmm. it, it was definitely deflating. Uh, you have a big game. You've shown in the past six games that you're not the team like you were in January, that you could be a, a really good team. Mm-hmm. And in a game like this, it's not a, pal- pal- um, a playoff game. It's not, like... Uh, a huge two points it, it was just known as like you know in general just a, a big game just in general because the stadium series and you expect them to come out and play and they didn't and it, it was very defining like sure like I'm not gonna totally summarize who you are based off this game but it tells me a bit on the big games that you're not gonna come out to play um and I mean hey I, I don't know how they did it uh they probably don't know either but they they pulled it off and two power play goals. Oh, I'm sorry, three. Was it three? Three, right?
1: Three Three power play goals,
0: yeah. Uh, cold power play. I mean, hopefully this ignites it, especially Mika, right? I mean, that's two power play goals in consecutive games. Um, yeah. I, honestly, I, I, I'm the same as I was like hours ago. I, I'm, I'm lost for words. I, I don't know how to summarize this in a way that it'll justify it because this was – Insane. It was ridiculous. It, 99 out of 100 times, this isn't happening. A, a, nine, a thousand times, it's only happening once.
1: Yeah. I mean, I come back like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, y- you know, I'm not really want to uh, put too much shock on how they played for the first two periods. Um, just because it is, it's such a weird game. Because you're right. It's just a regular season game. It's just worth two points. For the goalies I mean,
0: especially also. Like in the goalies going into this, I I wasn't expecting this to be like a goaltending uh, dominant matchup. No, because it, it's your outside air glare, the sun glare. It it, it I that's why like when is like played very well in the second and third, uh, or whenever he had chances. Then uh, like you know I'm I'm gonna take the first with a massive grain of salt. But, um, no, I, I mean, I, it is, is it unfair to summarize this team won't come out in big games solely on this? Yeah, no, that would be 100% unfair. It's just – how do you say it? It, it? It's not fully showing you, but it, it kind of gives you the wrong signs.
1: Uh, I mean, I, you you could make that argument, and uh, and it could be right. I guess what I'm saying is that this is such a weird game that, I mean – if you've ever played hockey outside versus playing inside, it's not just the sun and the glare, um, the, the atmosphere, the um, the way the puck bounces on the ice, the way your skates feel on the ice is totally, totally different. Um, now, granted, it's still a hockey team, and both teams are playing in the same conditions, so they should be able to come out and play. But things like that can, you know, upset you, and especially if you go down early. It can really suck the life out of you. And then you feel like you are the team that's playing against the elements. You know, it's something I feel is so not talked about in sports in general is the psychological impacts of the game. Um, And that's the part that I think shows why this team is special is that they were down, they were down late, and they didn't give up. Um, That they may not always have the, the hit the ice you know, period one mentality that you want to see. Uh, But they're not giving up on any games and they have the talent um, and the work ethic when they want to, to perform small miracles. And so emphasize
0: when they want to,
1: yeah, when they want to. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm want to say, Hey, uh, it's a weird game to start off with. It got off on the wrong foot. Chesty let in some goals. It's also a weird game to, uh, to be a top, Goaltender in just I feel like these games always tend to be higher scoring in general. Uh, Islanders Rangers games tend to always be kind of weird in any way too. So I I, I feel like you get a little deflated, you get mentally you know uh, you get mentally down uh, about what's happening in the game, and then you're fighting in this this weird environment with these weird situations. Um, it, you know, it can really easily create a lackluster thing. But then to be able to have the fortitude to come back and to win the game like that. That is what I'm going to take away. So if you feel pessimistic about the game, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Um, I just choose to say and see that this is actually a good thing for the team, um, that they battled back and they had a a really big win in a really fun game um, that I don't think anyone was really expecting.
0: No, 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 definitely not. Um, The only thing was is that they showed a few of their habits in the first like they had in January, right? Like how uh, how many – uh, minutes was it when they underscored all three of their goals in the first
1: yeah it was yeah I, I don't and know. it
0: was the center of the it was the middle of the ice the rangers were scrambling um yeah. and it's just there was no response until someone had to step up um and the problem is it's been seeming like everyone is waiting for someone else to step up when everyone themselves should be doing it and they they did that tonight they they did it sure. late but, but they did it um, and I, I believe Valley mentioned this, I'm not sure, but I, I believe he did, is that they got to get a, uh, a guy, or maybe he was uh, Mike Rupp on NHL Network, that they got to get a guy that will initiate, right? Will, will actually, I don't know, if set the tone's the right word, but it'll actually get people pumped up. Uh, they'll get them energized. Um, and because for some reason, the Rangers have a problem with that sometimes. I mean, obviously, they didn't have a problem with that in the beginning of the season, but they, they seem to have the problem everyone's waiting for someone else. And that's why Will Cooley is such a fan favorite, right? Because he's, yeah. he's a guy that actually sets the tone. Yeah. Um, defensively, uh, yeah, there, there are definitely concerns there. But, hey, like, w- what was it, in third period? They only let up, like, six shots on goal? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, none, obviously, sure. none in overtime. Uh, so they, they shut him down. They shut him down. And and that's when you could summarize more of, like, if they didn't do well, the to- the – throughout the whole game, and then just had a crazy comeback, like last four minutes. It's fair to say that, um, yeah, this just wasn't a good game in general. And this probably, uh, you could evaluate the team based off this, but when the team isn't doing well in the first, they do better in the second, and then third, they do really well, you could more lean to that, okay, this, yeah, like you said, this is an outdoor game. Uh, There are elements to this that they're not used to. Um, and, yeah, so on and so forth. I mean, also, uh, I, I tweeted that out before. A player that's not going to get enough credit is Alexei Lafreniere. In that Absolutely. game-tying goal, he prevented Adam Pella from clearing it by diving, poaching uh, it to Panarin, Panarin yep. passing it back, and then Lafreniere passing it to Fox to set up, yep. to soon to be game-tying goal.
1: Yep.
0: And while we don't see the flash – and like the uh, flair from lafreniere consistently i mean listen once it like every other game or so he'll have like a a deep that impresses us but it won't be uh capitalized on man even when he's not doing that he is really helping this team in so many ways and imagine if they actually pulled the trigger on the trade in the summer
1: oh it would have been such a disaster such a disaster because yeah I, i and Lafreniere deserves a lot of credit. Um, you know, if you're watching these games closely and you're watching him, I, I feel like he is a guy that is putting in that extra little bit of effort uh, so often and is making making plays happen. Um, that is what's making that line work so well. I mean, obviously Trocek and Panera are big parts of that, but he's doing a lot of the dirty work like you are talking about on, on Mika's game time goal. Um, you know, that extra effort of diving for the play and getting the puck and then making making the good you know second assist pass, I um, mean you know, when Fox's pass, which is brilliant, and Mika just slamming it home. I mean it was just, and it was so bang, bang boom too. It was such a fast play, and it's like yeah, if you guys want to pass around, this is how you have to do it. You right. Know? And it,
0: and and they shot it. They didn't try to pass it into the net.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Lafreniere deserves a ton of credit. He, I I'm just still so happy with how he has progressed as a player. And even when, you know, like you said, even when he's making these plays and he's not getting rewarded from it, to me, it's only a matter of time before he is. um, He is the guy. Um, He is – I do believe that he is the guy that we wanted. Um, And I I would be shocked if by next year he's not putting up closer to to 60, 70 points, honestly. With the way he's playing, a little bit – like a little bit of luck changes, a little bit of shooting changes – and there's a ton more goals and points
0: rolling in for him. Oh, for sure. If he, if he works on his shot this summer, like he worked at skating last summer. Yeah. Yeah. No, 70 points is definitely realistic. And it's crazy to think, given past years. Yeah, right. um, third line, again, establishes uh, or sets the tone of the game. Uh, well, Eric Goff scored it, but the third line was out there. Kapakako uh, yep. and Johnny Brzezinski both had an assist. Is it? I mean, I'm not there yet, but are we getting to the point where Brodzinski, if Brodzinski might not be the worst three C to have, if you're gonna truly get a top right winger, or we're not, we're not there, or you're not there, or you're just—he's not that. He's playing well now. Just get a three C. Um,
1: I'm not saying he's not because he is playing. Is playing well, um, and I do like how that line looks. Um, but I think going into the playoffs, you really want to have him as your 4C, and you bump him down to 4C, you get a real right winger and put VC back down there. Um, we're just such a deeper team, too, because also injuries happen as well. If 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 Trocek goes down, then you know, we want. Somebody like Brodzinski to be able to slide into the second line, I mean, the third line center, not have to slot into a second line center role now. So um, I'm not ready to say, yeah, let's roll with Brodzinski into the playoffs as 3C. I I don't think he's done uh, enough on his own to be able to say, yeah, that's the guy we want in the third line center role. However, I think, and this is probably what you're saying, is that. If that does end up being the way it is, at least with how he's playing right now, I don't, that's not a disqualifying Stanley Cup playoff run decision to make as a team.
0: Like that's not a, that's not a a place where you point and say, this is why we didn't win.
1: No, I don't think so. If he keeps playing at this level, if that line keeps doing what it's been doing, then no, it's not a disqualifying aspect. It's just still something that should be improved on. So you can have real depth uh, in the lineup and, and, it would just be so much better for him to be on the fourth line than on the third line.
0: But I'm saying, so, what, what if they didn't go after a guy like Adam Henrique and they, I, I know I keep on saying Lizard, a lot, but a, a Lizard type player who has been playing on the fourth line this year, but has played three C last year and had like 32 even strength points. Like meaning you do have that depth now and you don't give a lot of assets and you allocate locate that to a top right winger. I'm not saying this is what I do. I'm just throwing out questions to you. Um, like, Brodzinski, on his own, I'd say no two on any other team as a 3C. But it's that chemistry with Hedl and Kako, which is so valuable, because that type of chemistry is not...
1: With, with, who and, with who and Kako?
0: Cooley and Kako.
1: Okay, he said Hedl. I was like, I huh? said Hedl? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: uh, no, um, I mean, that chemistry with Cooley, now I keep on worrying, I'm saying heatle now. Yeah, yeah, now. I'm don't like say heetal. Heetal. I'm like, I'm gonna say heetal. um His chemistry with uh, the, I keep on, I, I'm keep on about, to, okay. Cooley, Cooley and Kako. Yes,
1: yeah, right? Cooley and Kako, okay. yes. Yeah. For me, it isn't about their chemistry because uh, what makes that line work isn't that they're like, oh my God, they just know where each other are on the ice. It, it's not like time.
0: that. It's not like they're that telepathic, but like they fit like a glove. Yeah, and well, style it, of play. It,
1: it really—I ha- mean—you y- y- have Cooley, you have Cooley, who is a, a hard-working, hard-nosed guy that can shoot. You have Kako, who's a possession monster. It makes sense to have like a wind-up toy like like Johnny Brzezinski, who is just like he's like a little Energizer Bunny out there, um, and he's got enough skill to be able, be able to play with them. Uh, so I, I, I just. It, Again, it's fine if we go in with him. I just don't think that, like, he's anyone that you have to um, – uh, I don't think he's anyone that you really have to, you know, put your hopes on right now. Like, I, it's not – I don't think what is so special about that line cannot be improved upon. I don't think it's crazy chemistry. I just think if you get another 3C, it's got to be somebody that is a noticeable improvement on that and isn't just, like – you know, some slow meandering, washed-up star that can't. You know, you know, we don't need a, a a Blake Wheeler version of a center in that third line. That's not going to help that third line. But at the same time, and this one, I'm like, yeah, Blake Lazzara. Like to me, that's not enough of an improvement over Johnny Brodzinski at this point to go for it. To me, it's like I want to substantially improve that three C spot um, to to make the depth better. Um, Blake too, is a little too lateral for me at this point.
0: Right. That the Blake Lazzara would be more of a High risk, high reward type scenario where he could just not play well. Heck, he could get injured because um, he had injury issues. But he could play if he plays like last year. Then it's a totally different conversation. But yeah. But yeah, the thing but is also I'll, besides Henrique, who would fit that description you just said?
1: I mean that that is currently known to be available and being shopped.
0: I had no yeah. one. But I'm Ufas. I'm not 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 players with term.
1: Right. That's what I mean. It's of, of, the, of those people, I think it really is down to him at this moment. But as I you know, said last week, and I think in previous weeks as well, that every year there's always something that happens. There's somebody that you didn't think was available, maybe somebody that has two years of term, you know, that's not an RFA this year or a UFA this year, uh, but that a team is willing to get rid of at the right price sort of thing. Um, I still think that, that could be a possibility. And hell, if the Rangers do end up picking up somebody like that, I'm going to be screaming from the rooftops. I'm like, I fucking told you. I oh, told you. Well, oh, speaking uh, which, but, not, it seems like that that's not a crazy thing to think. So but yes, which, other people, Hen- Henrik.
0: Uh, speaking of which, uh Josh Hofflin uh wrote an article, uh, tweeted out an article that he wrote. And I when I saw this, I'm like, this is the exact type of player Brett described when he said it's gonna be someone that not a lot of people are talking about. Is I maybe not talking about a lot because th- there have been some on Twitter, is Nick Bukestad. Mm-hmm. That like he has term. What is it? Two million? Yeah. What a year left after this?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, he's been playing top six because you know it is Arizona. So who else is gonna play top six? Yeah. Uh, if it's not him, it's gonna play probably beer leaguers or something. And yeah. uh, that 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 could be the person, the player that fits your description.
1: Yeah, although again, like I, I I'd want I guess here's the other wrinkle to this too, is that it's very possible that
0: they know 2. more 1, about 2.1 2. Uh, million, million, by the way, this year yeah. and next year.
1: Um, It's very possible that they know, the Rangers okay, know more about Hedl's condition, injury and likelihood to return than we do as well. This is the other wrinkle to this as well, where They may not just be shopping for a rental for this year, but an actual heat replacement too. Um, They could, I mean, we know nothing about his condition as fans here. They obviously know a lot more. And maybe what they know is that they don't know and we'll have to wait and see what happens. But they could also be like, hey, it's, you know, doctors could be telling them it's very unlikely that he is going to be playing professional hockey again. You know, and if he is, it'll take years of rehab or something like that. So that's another wrinkle to this discussion. Crosby that, took
0: what, a year and a half? Huh? Crosby took a year and a half?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, and it, it, that was a different injury than this, I think, too, because that was a neck thing, not necessarily a head thing. But regardless, there's information that they know that we don't know. that, And maybe they go, oh, yeah, we'll have him back next year. We are just looking for a 3C rental. That could also be the case. But it's also something to prepare yourself for as well is that they may be fine with taking a player with term uh, because they know they're not going to have Edo back, too. Which could open up players that again that we're not really looking at or have optics into uh, because they're not just looking for a three C rental but a three C replacement, you know, for the next few years. Uh, sure. Having said that, I would rather not have Bukestad. I mean, yeah, he's playing in in Arizona, which is rough, but uh, you know, he does. He's he's 31, and um, you know, he's never really had uh, any big years. You know, as I'm like scrolling through his stats, his biggest year was you know, like seven years ago, eight years ago uh, with 49 points, you know, 19 goals, his career high is his third season in 10 years ago with 24 goals. You know, it's, uh, I I would like somebody with a little bit more firepower than that, or at least a little bit more upside than that. Cause again, 31, you're really entering those years where a lot of players really start losing that.
0: Yeah. And honestly, if you take uh, Bukestad's power play points away, so he has 27 points in general, five power play points, 22, Um, I don't believe if if Brodzinski played the same amount of games he did, uh, Brodzinski played 36, he played
1: 53,
0: I mean, is he that far away from those numbers anyway?
1: That's what I mean, is that I I, I don't, I'm not looking. No, no,
0: I I was just saying, yeah, no, no, with with, you said, I'm just saying I want him, I'm just saying he kind of fit the description that you said of under the radar term. Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: I, I just I, I would think or hope for something with a with a bit more with a bit more juice on it than than a Nick sad character because again I I do I, I like like you're saying I think it's a kind of a, a lateral or a very nearly lateral move and if that's going to be the case I'd rather not give up assets and just say let's trust you know Johnny's been playing well let's let's ride him out and, and have him do that. Um, if you can't substantially improve over him, don't get asked, Don't give up assets for him. Put all those assets into getting the best right winger you can then.
0: So for, from our standpoint, by the way, um, we believe that Wheeler should not have been, uh, obviously, before his injury, which even though we would have rather not him in the line of playoff time, it still sucks it went down this way. It's terrible for him. Um, yep. But you have I have said that he should not be on this team playoff time. Yeah. However... That's- from the rangers point of view do you think this makes them more aggressive for right wing in the market because maybe they believed that it would be okay if worse comes to worse they had to use all their assets for a center
1: if the rangers weren't dumb enough to think that i'm
0: saying uh, do you think that they thought that i i know oh. you're not telepathic i know you're not there i'm just saying I, I, does it seem like something you think the rangers would God,
1: i really hope not I, I would be so mad if that's what they thought. I'd be so mad if they were like, yeah, you know what? We'll go in, like, we are line one. That's working.
0: But it's also, it,
1: it, it, it's you could be forgiven for thinking that, too, because, you know, they refuse to try anything else but Zippy and on the first line, too, which isn't really working. So um, they could be that dumb. I, I choose to. Exist in a reality where they're not, and they were already planning on replacing Wheeler. Um, and this was just like a hey, we will just you. Know, maybe it's also like a hey, well, it makes us look not as desperate too at the at the training deadline. To like, well, we can just roll Blake Wheeler. We
0: don't really need to get right. <laughs> well, all the GMs would buy it because they do believe he would be okay,
1: yeah, probably. Yeah, they would be like, oh, like, oh, yeah,
0: sure. yeah, it makes sense. Will we'll be on third? I shoot, he they're yeah. not so desperate. I'm not gonna have to, I can't up the uh. As yeah. Price, so. Yeah. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah. But no, obviously- maybe you
0: could get maybe you could get a just in case Wheeler comes back in the playoffs for a first round pick. Yeah. Who, who's like the oldest GM that's to their team still in the playoff chase? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, call yeah. them up. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, no, it, it's just it's definitely interesting, and obviously this has kind of been in a limbo. As we've said multiple times, because it's it's a weird <coughs> trade deadline uh, given the injuries, some of us jinxing, and of course, and yeah, we, we no one knows what's going to go on. Because I mean, yeah, the trade deadline sucks. It's uh, center depth, it's brutal. But the the Rangers as a whole, you hope they they shape up more defensively because that that one player is not going to truly fix it might give them a boost, confidence or might help, you know, on the time he's out there, but uh, yeah, no, them no. as a whole, uh, they've got to protect or defend that middle of the ice better. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I just, I do feel that
0: this team,
1: the, the reason I'm not worried going to the playoffs right now is because I, I, think that the only, the only team that can beat this team is, is itself. Uh, The only team that can beat the Rangers is the Rangers. Um, And I guess at this point, I've seen enough of this team to know that we can absolutely crush and come back against absolutely any team in the NHL. And we can win 16 games in the playoffs. Um, And what I'm kind of thinking now is that in those playoff games, they're not going to have the lifeless flat games because it'll be under so much pressure, so much adrenaline that they're not going
0: to have. They'll have a coach that. Coaches,
1: yeah, and a coach of coaches—they're not going to have sleepwalking January games in the playoffs. I think that's less likely to happen. Um, I think that they will, you know, play with the tenacity that they need to, and then they have the talent and everything else around there to uh, to win. So I'm not overly concerned um, about that, you know. And thankfully, thankfully, we've only got like two and a half weeks left now, ish, of uh, by the time the Yeah, Two and a half weeks before the deadline, so. We'll know very soon what this Rangers roster is going to look like going into the playoffs, barring injury. So, um, I'm hoping to see some movement real soon here.
0: Yeah, the, the one thing that gives me uh, comfort is that even under Golan, how the Rangers played last year defensively—like defensively—is not why they lost that for that first round. Uh, but how they played defensively with under Golan. Uh, and they just flip the switch after the regular season. Kind of gives me a bit more comfort with this team saying, "Okay, like they've shown, you know, when the playoffs come, things actually tighten up." I mean, who, who said it? Martin St. Louis said, "Players don't, not every player plays, or no player plays 82 games 100 percent."
1: No. Yeah. Exactly.
0: But in the playoffs, right?
1: Yeah. So um, I think I think that will work in our advantage, and I think we'll have. Uh, I don't think we'll have some of these dud games where we come out super flat and lifeless. Uh, and that's just not the energy and nature of of the of these uh, playoffs. And the Rangers team itself is the kind of team um, that when they do get fired up, have just been putting on the gas on and just and just steamroll through people. Um, when this team's fired up, I, I don't think there's anyone in the league that's that that is really going to knock us off. So. That's the vibes that, that I'm going in with right
0: now. What did they play like? Realistically, the amount of time they actually were energized and actually played tonight—ten minutes? No, I yeah, I like
1: didn't...
0: it was well, second 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 period, second period. Uh, I'm, I'm being a little, um, but the point is, they only they didn't play the whole game, and that's no. how good they are. Like Montreal's yeah. a bottom feeder, so I guess you kind of can't take it fully into account. But you saw like how much how much time did they actually properly play. Right, yeah. and when they wanted to play, I mean, I don't think I've seen a team this season where I, I think we said it months ago where they lost because simply the other team was better. They played great. It's just the other team didn't. They just played better. Yeah, no. Because when this team is on, they're they're one of the best. And, and the East, who's who's threatening in the East? All the West. That's the West. Vancouver, Dallas. Um, Winnipeg, Colorado, it, it's like the only reason that Carolina is just because their speed kills and it's yeah, such I, a I, pain to go up against them. I hope we don't go up against them. I really do. But like who, besides Carolina, who, who else? Who who would you be terrified to play, play against? There's only one team in the
1: NHL that I'm terrified to play against right now anyway.
0: Vancouver? Yeah. That's it. Dallas always gives well. They're playing them Tuesday, but Dallas for yeah. some reason does give the Rangers a hard time. Like every single time, yeah, they,
1: they give them a hard time. But I don't think the I don't think Dallas is coming out of the West. I really don't. There's something wrong with that Dallas team, and I don't know what it is. Because on paper, I feel like they should be one of the best teams in hockey, but they seem to go through these these sputtering start and stops this year and last year too. Um, and I couldn't believe how poorly they played you know, in the playoffs. So I don't really believe in the Dallas team for coming out of the West. Um, you know, it's probably a three horse race, truly. You know, I, I don't believe in Winnipeg, truly. Um, you know, they've they've got a great goalie and a you know, pretty decent team around them, but I don't think they're they're the type of team that I think does really well in the regular season, They comes to the playoffs and just shits the bed. I think you're looking at, you know, you can't count Colorado out. Vegas obviously is a is is a team that refuses to go away.
0: Boston's a fraud.
1: Absolutely. Well, i was talking about the West, but
0: yeah, um, no, no, but I, yeah, no. Just I was, just, talk, I was sure. just saying I like top teams.
1: But Vancouver, on the other hand, is
0: no, a team no, that is no. terrible. So I, I, I want.
1: Genco that. Yeah. is is unreal. They have an absolutely unreal goalie. Uh, their team, top to bottom, is is young and super scary talented, um, and they play relentless hockey and have the whole year so far, um, and. So many people are so surprised by this. And I'm like, have you not watched Vancouver play? Like the second half of last season, like they were they were really good. And they had all kinds of – they had key injuries. They had coaching problems. But once they actually solidified it, it was like, man, this is a team ready to make the jump. They should have made the jump last year. If it wasn't for injuries and back coaching, they should have made this jump last year. So it's not surprising at all. But that is a scary team. Um, and it is more than likely – that we end up with a uh, a 94 Stanley Cup matchup, um, and which would suck because Canucks are my second favorite team. They're also my cousin, who's my best friend. Yeah,
0: both times. So the
1: both times that we make it to the Stanley Cup final, we're just they're just killing each other. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really want that to happen, but uh, it very well could because I, I to me, I think they're both teams are are the favorites to come out of uh, each conference. So I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I I spoke to Donnie about this during the game. Like the Islanders have also for their penalty kill as as we just saw is horrendous and they don't play a full 62. I I said to him, this is since due to the fact that these teams are both, you know, not a full 60 team. And a lot of them, both of them are going specifically through struggles. I know Rangers are on a streak, but obviously this is after January and they're trying to get rid of those bad habits again. It's, it's a matter of, those little spurts that each team's going to have, which ones is going to have the better one. Yeah. Because it it wasn't a matter of just consistent play throughout. I mean, after that first, they didn't play bad. Like offense, maybe you wanted them to get going a little bit more, but defensively they weren't horrendous. Mm. I mean, No.
1: No, I often to defer to you on that. Cause again, I, I, I was watching, I was oh, not, okay,
0: okay, right, 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 okay.
1: I like, I saw bits of the first two periods. I watched the entirety of the third period, but I saw bits of the first two periods, but it, literally every time I looked at the TV, the Islanders were scoring and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this. Cause I'm going to freak out. Um, and I didn't want to do that around, around my girlfriend's family. So, uh, so you just I, jump, I, I,
0: jump like, and go nuts when they win. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, that would have been fine. I would have been okay showing – Were there know, any
0: Rangers fans at the table actually, that could back you up?
1: No, I, I didn't find out until after the game that her uncle – when I when I said he's like, you're a Rangers fan. Or like, I'm yeah. saying during
0: the game when they scored that first goal.
1: No, no. I didn't see that goal.
0: Oh, you didn't see the first goal?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. No, the only parts of the game that I saw truly were – either nothing happening basically, but almost or every time I think I, saw every, I, th- I think I saw every Islanders go. It was literally like every time I turn around, I'm like, God, are you be kidding me.
0: So, so we won uh, because you didn't watch.
1: No, we, we won because I broke a tooth on candy actually. Or,
0: or you, you didn't watch because you just said every time you watch the Islanders were scoring. So yeah. you watching the Rangers were winning. Sure, so, yeah, So yeah. I, mean, I guess that could be it too. I mean, it could be both. It could be the tooth and this. They it, yeah. like it, it, it was
1: our uncle's birthday too, and he's a Rangers fan as well. no so, oh,
0: so yeah. there you go. He got the hat trick.
1: We, we had some birthday luck working for us as well. Yeah, so there we go. It was a, lot of things. It was a swirl. It was a swirl, as with most things in life, it was a swirl of things. But yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. There you go. I, I just hope this gets Mika going. I mean, because we've had some times past seasons where we've been we criticized him consistency. Who when?
1: Since when
0: oh you know you're being sarcastic okay. Yeah, okay uh i i'm listen i'm dead tired i had what how long i had like four trains to get back um man it was so hard to try. like city field is a mess like i had no idea where to go mm. to get out of there i'm like where the hell do i go and my phone was like half frozen so it was like loading like took five minutes to load simply google maps so and then my fingers were frozen so i couldn't really type so that was fun, but uh, yeah. No, hopefully this gets uh Mika going because I, I mean, look, the his points majority have been on the power play, but just in general, when you gain confidence, it doesn't matter how, it just like builds up. And uh, I mean, hey, VC on the first line, you know, a different element to it now.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, so I don't mind
1: it for right now.
0: What happened?
1: I said I don't mind it for right now.
0: No, 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 no. It's funny because remember two years ago, we were like, oh, shoot. VC's on a PTO. <laughs> yeah. He's, <not>, he's <laughs> yeah, going right. end up on the first line. Oh, shoot. And then yeah. now we're like, all right, it's not a problem. Right, oh, so, like, you know, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. No, it's not the worst. I mean, for playoffs, I, I, that that would not be good. But you yeah, know I'm what? It's for playoffs. But for right now, it's fine. Yeah, we'll, it's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it. We're good. Um, pretty, uh, I mean, I, honestly, like after Chris Jury's first year, you take that out and his score, his grading Oh, total 180. Yeah. Was yeah. it with Trocek? Uh, I mean, the term well, with Trocek, it wasn't the uh, AVV that was the problem, the cap it was the term. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going to say I, I can't be bothered against, to, to, to care about the years 2027 right now. I really can't. No, can't.
0: no, it's, no.
1: That's not what this is about right now. Um, this team is built for, for now. You know, I mean I don't mean just this year now, but like now, next year, the year after. That that this is our window, this is our time. Um, I really don't care. I don't know what the cap's gonna look like, I don't know what these players are gonna look like, I don't know what lineup's gonna look like, three, four years out. Yeah, it would have been nice to get a shorter term with him, sure, but I
0: would've been way up.
1: I can't yeah, I cannot be concerned about that right now. And if adding a couple years that far in the future help get Trocek here at a reduced salary that gives us freedom to uh, get other players, then that's just a good move.
0: So, yeah, it's also his style of play was so, so sorely needed. Yep. Like really, really needed. I mean, last year though, he, obviously no one really performed in the playoffs, but that sandpaper hard nose type of style. And you have a guy like him on the second line and you have that third line of Cooley and Kako, um, you're obviously, heedle. not gonna, yeah, 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 and, 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 and obviously <laughs> and, and, and Um, you're not gonna have that on every line, uh, because top line, whatever right winger they would even upgrade, I doubt it's gonna be a hard nosed player. But it, you need those players, you need yep. the Jimmy VCs, the Will Cooley's of the world when you're going on a playoff run. Those are the death players that a Stanley Cup team needs, yep. and uh, it's nice to know that that we have uh, check marked, and yeah. I'm just trying to, like, try to explain this crazy comeback. And I'm like, I can't explain it. It's insane. So, let's just an- an- analyze it anyway. Like, just analyze it. Just not like, no. Th- does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. No. No. And no, no.
1: I, 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 don't, I don't have anything else to say at the moment. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm good.
0: W- go. w- when's the last time there was this crazy of a comeback? <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. I have a bad memory for, like, games. My, my – the DVR in my head deletes games after about two weeks.
0: So ESPN Plus,
1: they don't delete games after two
0: weeks, do they? They, they don't. I don't know. That, that maybe it's maybe it's not uh, ESPN. It was the only HGTV. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it was, it was they always deleted games. Maybe not even. Oh yeah,
1: I'm like I'm pretty sure you can go back fairly far.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I think that it was not ESPN Plus. I forgot what. Okay. It was.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, but it is like that. Like people, sometimes like, "Oh, that game in you know in November." I was like. Fuck, I you don't remember.
0: have it like on a USB. You could just plug in and say, oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me 30 minutes and, I, and I'll remember again.
1: My brain is concerned with the here and the now. Like I remember trends and players and stuff like that, but like specific game scores and, and, and stuff like that. I'm like, ah, I don't remember.
0: Yeah, I thought I I thought for sure Peugeot would score today.
1: Oh, did you bet on that and it didn't happen? happened? I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big
0: surprise. <laughs> I well, the thing is, is a lot of my parlays involved uh, no one scoring in the first five minutes, and Gustafson Oh, wow! And the Gustafson scored. I'm like, well, there goes ninety percent of my, uh, wow. my parlays.
1: Serves you right.
0: Well, I I mean, like in that type of game, it just, I don't know. It didn't seem like anything was really gonna get going until later on. It Just I don't
1: know. Those games always seem like a bit of. A fun
0: it's need, like outdoor games are weird.
1: They're weird, yeah. So I,
0: yeah.
1: I, they're to me, they're way harder to predict stuff than, than almost any other game of the year. I mean, hockey's already a tough game to predict anyway, but like those outdoor games introduce so many more variables that don't exist in your average regular season game. So yeah, I, I'm I'm glad I didn't lose any money on that game because I, I don't think I would have strung together a winning parlay from what happened tonight. Well,
0: one person, uh, it was tweeted out. I think won thirteen thousand dollars. He predicted, uh, he predicted like five goal scorers. Wow, and he bet like twelve bucks.
1: Wow,
0: <laughs> got like twelve thousand oh, sure. dollars, something roughly like that. It's on I Twitter know. somewhere. I, I'm probably not gonna be able to find it, but that was nuts. And, and and you know you know you're always like after I'm like that makes sense to happen. Well, you didn't think that in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you look at that. Look at the part. Like, oh yeah, that would have made sense to do. Like, and so the other thirty thousand other options it would have in the beginning, but there's a reason why you didn't pick this one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just, listen, not a fan of the Islanders, but thank you, Scott Mayfield. Appreciate it. Maybe yeah. a, a double agent. Could be. We won't know. But, you know. Third start of the game by me, by my book. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Again, I said at the beginning of the podcast, Corey Perry would be <sighs> jealous. Yeah, yeah, he
1: would be. Yeah. How many penalties the Islanders take? I don't know. Five total? Four total? Five total? Again,
0: how many penalties? My box score isn't. Um,
1: yeah, I know I can't see it either on the box score. Here, here,
0: here it is, the box score. Um, oh my gosh, what? It doesn't have. Why does the box score not have power plays? I don't know. Oh, here we go. They wait. They had five, five.
1: That's what I thought.
0: Five. But three of them. Three of them were in the third. No. Yep. That's ridiculous. I I just could only imagine like if we. If this was a uh, swapped right and we had the ranges we were up five four to one and we lost this game i I don't oh. think York, I don't think New York City would be here tomorrow this we place is burning to the ground him. this yep. this place is burning to the ground but, uh,
1: Glad I don't have to worry about that
0: no 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 thankfully thankfully no no and hey we won in hits so according to all the GMs we won just oh, yeah totally, we, we stopped that Yep. Yeah, Black shots was twenty to nine in favor of the Islanders. Wow. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like um, in the end of the second, yeah, what the Rangers had nineteen. Well, they corrected it after it was twenty to like thirty-five, and all of a sudden at the end of the game, it's forty-one to thirty-eight. Wow. Like that's that's ridiculous. That's eighteen shots on goal.
1: Yeah, it's a big correction right
0: there. It's so crazy, though, how the Rangers could go from just playing like a dead beer league team to like, oh, yeah, I, I guess if you want us to play like one of the best teams in the world, yeah, sure, why not? We'll, we'll do it for a period. We'll do it for the last four minutes, I guess. It's, it's just absurd how they could flip the switch like that and just be a totally different team. Um, all right. Uh, I think we've rambled off enough. You gotta- I think so. Oh, oh okay 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 one more thing I and I and we should have done this in the beginning um what the hell is with the stadium series starting at 3 p.m what did the NHL what was the NHLs thought process okay we have all the other outdoor games were at like night right and mm-hmm. there's something that's called the sun that exists right and when the sun interacts with the ice there's crazy Pretty like this where the in the sky too? Like they generally yeah, know so. where
1: it's going to be. Yeah. I don't
0: even think you need like advanced equipment for that.
1: No, not typically. No, humans have known when it's going to come up and when it's going to go down for yeah most of human history. Yeah, yeah. Pretty reliable, so too.
0: yeah, so they didn't know the sun exists apparently, um and they couldn't even bump it up. Like it wasn't like next day was like. Next day was tomorrow's president's day. Like so many people are off from work. Like it's not even like a question with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, what, what was their thought process? What was someone saying? Like, I think 3 PM is a good idea because the sun apparently won't have an effect for the first time in a millennia. And that'll be that because like an hour and a half later, the sun wasn't a problem or an hour later, someone's a problem. I, I don't get it. I don't know how the NHL could sometimes just be this, dumb
1: what's the nhl
0: that's true and also also um half of the people i'm sure that are listening to this are still waiting for their stadium series jerseys (laughs) to arrive after the game it's the nhl it's it's the nhl anything now that happens we just address just by saying it's the nhl we don't even go deeper into it anymore it's the nhl that's it Yep. That's it. Why do we have bad mark? It's the NHL. Why do we decide to have 20 games at the same time? It's the NHL. Yep. Why don't we have a higher cap, even though literally Seattle just gave the league $650 million uh, for an expansion team? It's the NHL. NHL. It's the NHL. Yep. All Uh Thank you to the listeners, and we will see you next time.